Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Amen. Then this afternoon we'll be going straight to the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us go to the book of First um, Kings chapter 8 and let us read it from verse number, number 12. The Bible says that um, then Solomon said, the Lord had said that he will dwell in the dark cloud. I have indeed built a magnificent temple for you and place for you 
to dwell forever. While the whole assembly of Israel was standing there, the king turned around and blessed them. And bless them. And then he said, Praise be the Lord God of Israel, who with his own hand has fulfilled the promise with his own mouth to my father David, for he, is, he said, Since the day I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I have chosen a city in the tribe of Israel to have a temple built so that my name might be there but I have chosen David to rule my people Israel. My father David had it in his heart to build a temple for the name of the Lord God of Israel. But God, the Lord said to my father David, you did well to have this in your heart, to build a temple for my name. Nevertheless, you are not the one to build the temple, but your son, your own flesh and blood, he is the one who will build the temple for my name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then this afternoon, we're going to be going through this wonderful and powerful word of God. Verse number 12, Solomon said, the Lord the Lord has said you, he will dwell in the dark cloud. I, will, I have indeed built a magnificent temple for you, a place for you to dwell forever. Okay, first of all, listen to what Solomon is saying. Solomon said that I have built a magnificent temple. That means Solomon did something for God that after when he have done it, he could tell that what you have done for the Lord is what is magnificent. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. He was proud of what he has done. He was proud. He did not, I don't know whether you are getting this one. Amen. What he have done for God at the end of the day, he was what? He was proud of it. Whatever you do for God, do it that afterwards you are proud of what you have done for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do it in such a way that you are not ashamed of what you have done. You know, some of the things that people does, either they are doing it for God. When they, um, they show that, you know, this is the house they've built for God they become ashamed of them. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Nowadays, you find that there are some even people, let's say those, those are political figures. They have been exposed. Look at the kind of the house they build for people. And they feel ashamed to say, oh, why did you bring this to the social media for people to see? Then there's such kind of stuff that some people do it for God, that after they've done this kind of things of God, if it can be brought to the eyes of the people, they won't be proud of what they've done for God. Hallelujah. Amen. 
But as a child of God, when we walk with God, as we serve God, we must be what? Do whatever you do for him as what? As one day you will be even say, let me tell you this. You are not saying that what Solomon, listen to this one very carefully. Solomon is not saying that I have built a magnificent temple for you and a place for you to dwell forever in secret. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. It was something to say, hey, I've built this magnificent temple for you. What? In secret, when nobody could see it. Because maybe it's not true. That's why he's saying it where? In secret. But if Solomon before people, he was proud. This is a magnificent temple. I, what I've done for God is good. It's wonderful. And everybody, nobody could argue about it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, I remember when we were going through the book of Samuel. The Bible said that Samuel, once he has done working for God, he was so proud of working for God. He was like, ah, who's that person now? Where you are, there is noise, please. And... So Samuel was so proud of what he had done for God. He was so proud and he was like, you know, I have not, when I was the ruler over Israel, I have not cheated anybody. I have worked very well with God. And, and, and he said that if they have done anything wrong, tell me who I have robbed so that I can, I can rectify. That was who Samuel, hallelujah. Amen. He have served God well. Also, you and me, we must serve God well. We must walk for with God well. That at the end of your journey of your life, after what you have done for God, you are proud of what you have done for God. Even personal. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Even what? Even personally. Personally, you go like, yes, what the way whatever i have done for god i'm so proud of what i've done for god Amen. hallelujah Amen. it is very very much important that whatever we do for god be proud of it make it be perfect make it magnificent that you are proud of it Amen. you know yesterday uh I was talking with a certain old friend and I was like, all these years, I've been serving God with all of my heart. One thing that I can trace that I was doing all these many, many years, personally, I was serving God. Indeed, when I look back, one thing that I was busy the most, more than anything, was serving God. When I look back and I, I was doing self-introspection, I was not just saying because I'm saying these things to praise anybody. I was saying, I was doing what? Self-introspection. Then Solomon here also, the way he was saying it, it was also kind of self-introspection. That this is a magnificent temple. First of all, before his eyes, you know, as a king, he knew the best things. He could, what I've done here, what I've built for God, this is the best. This is the best, hallelujah. Amen. 
May God give us the grace to do the best for God in Jesus' name. Give us the grace to do what? To do the best for God. That even the day that they told you that today you are going to meet Jesus Christ. You don't wonder. You, I don't know whether you, you don't want, you don't wonder how is this meeting going to be like? Amen. How is this meeting going to be like? You know what? Because the Bible says we will be rewarded according to what? According to what we have done. We are going to be honored according to what we have done. Then when you have got any opportunity to honor him, to be a blessing to him, to do anything for him, do it magnificently. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Excellently. Amen. Perfectly. Amen. We must be able to do things in the standard of God. Amen. There is a standard. Let me tell you this. Let's say you are about to welcome a president or somebody of a high level. Look at their offices. Look at their offices. Look at their houses. Look at the state house. Does it look like it's just an ordinary house? Absolutely not. But whatever they're doing there, they're doing it for men. They're not doing it for God. Then what if we're doing anything for God? Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. The things for God must be excellent. Must be perfectly. Because he is higher than the highest. Hallelujah. Amen. He is mightier than the mightiest. Greater than the greatest. Amen. He's, he's a greater than all. And he can do what no man can do. Amen. He's above all. Hallelujah. Then one of the wise men by the name of Solomon, he had that revelation that Jehovah cannot be compared with any idol. Jehovah cannot be compared with any man. He deserved to be honored. He deserved to be glorified. I pray for us this afternoon. May God give us this revelation and this ability in us that we may honor him this way. Hallelujah. That we may honor him this way. Oh, Makarabason Toroboyanda. Okay, let us go on. But wow, I'm so thrilled with what it's like. I can see this ex, this beauty, this excellent house, which is better than all. We remember we were talking about it that the house of Solomon, even though they said that they spent about 15 years building his palace, that I didn't know they had much about gold. But when you hear about the house of God, it was gold, this gold, that everything gold, everything perfect. May God give us the spirit of excellence in Jesus' name. Amen. May give us, God give us the spirit of perfection in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
you know, we are digging a revelation and the gold out of the word. Out of the word, God is imparting to us. Maybe before we were not treating God right. Maybe before we were not treating God with excellence. But I believe after here, we will see the spirit of excellence manifesting in us in Jesus' name. Amen. Not only in our things, but mostly in the things of God. I wish you can wish the best for God. The more you wish the best for God, God will, will give the best to you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, the Bible says that God said that those who will honor me, I will honor. But those who will dishonor me, I will disdain. That means if you want him to honor you, you honor him first. If you want him to, to treat you with excellence, to give you excellence, you must treat him with what? excellent. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Wow, I'm so thrilled. Okay, verse number 14. I, I, I got this revelation when you, I was just reading these verses a few, few, few hours ago. While the whole assembly of Israel was standing there, the king turned around and blessed them. Wow. The Bible says, the king turned around and did what? And he blessed them. How did he bless them? Did he give them money? No. Did he give them food? No. Did, did he donate things to them? No. How did he bless them? He spoke the words of blessings. Amen. Biblically, words have got power. Amen. Biblically, words are not ordinary. Words are heavy. Big men of the Bible, they were made by words. They were made by words. Then when the Bible said that the king turned around and he blessed, he spoke the words of blessing. Amen. You know, I could hear, you know, one day in the book of Genesis, I was reading about one of the patriarchs, the, how he left this world. One of the patriarchs, Jacob. The Bible says that Jacob, before he died, he called all his sons. And he began to prophesy to their life. He began to speak the words. Some were the words of blessings. I could remember how Papa Isaac also, when he was very old, about to die, when he called his son, sons, two sons, he said, come. First of all, he was calling Esau to bring him something to eat that he may bless him. And the Bible said that uh, this Jacob was the one who went out with the mother and conspired and prepared something wonderful for the father. But the Bible said that the, what the father wanted to give to the one he was about to bless, it was not money. It was this man, he was loaded, he was rich, he could give the person he wanted to bless money, he could give even the flocks and everything. But the one who was about to succeed him, he blessed him with money, with, with words. The, with words, with words, he blessed the one who was about to come after him. 
Oh, Parabasontal, I wish we could have read that kind of blessings that uh, Papa Abraham, Papa Isaac, talk to his son. Let me tell you this. Out of that day when Papa Isaac spoke to Jacob, the Bible said that Jacob that day, when the, the, the elder brother Esau heard that Jacob has been blessed. He was angry and he wanted to kill the younger brother. And the younger brother ran away. As he ran away, he did not run away with any goat or any sheep or any cow or any money. He ran away empty-handed. But the blessing wherever he went, it manifested. He came, when they meet, you can hear it. He did not come back empty-handed. He was loaded. He out of the wealth. He was rich. He was too big. He was too big. Out of what? Out of the ways. That's why also you are hearing here about um, about Solomon blessing the whole nation. He is speaking the ways. The ways. Sometimes all you need is the word spoken to your life. You need somebody to be speaking a blessing into your life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Words. Words of blessing. Those words of blessings I'm telling you. Because let me tell you this. Once the words of blessing have been spoken to your life, it's like the supernatural power of God is around to cause you things to work together for your good. Anything in this world is now trying to, to work together for your what? For your good. Out of what? Out of blessing. You know, I once say that, you know, one of the biggest things um, you can receive is this wonderful, the blessing words. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. One is the blessing, the blessing. That's what the, the Bible said that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and added no sorrow. That's what the Bible says. It makes one rich, it makes one successful, it makes one prosperous. Just a spoken words. Amen. Hallelujah. Also, there are other people's life whose lives are mess because they've been spoken words in their life, wicked words, cursing words. That's why their lives sometimes they mess up. But I'm telling you, the blessing, when it's behind you, it breaks even curses. Because when you are blessed, nobody can do what? Nobody can curse you. Oh, parabasi ketele bahaya. La proteva zakata bahakade. That's why the Bible says that in the book of Genesis chapter 12, verse number 2, the Bible says that this was Papa God talking to Papa Abraham. Papa talking to Papa. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. 
Verse number three. I will bless those who bless you. And I will care. Whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people of the world will be what? Will be blessed through you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Here is Papa God giving a covenant to Papa Abraham. And the Bible says that anyone who's going to bless you will be what? Will be blessed. I'm saying anyone who will bless us will be what? Will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Anyone who will favor us. That person will be blessed. Amen. Automatically. Amen. You know, I will tell you my testimony in the evening today. It's a very, very powerful testimony. Amen. That whoever will try to curse any one of us by default, by any chance, the Bible says that what? That person, what is going to happen to that person? That person will be cursed automatically because abraham was what abraham was blessed and me and you were what we are blessed we cannot be cursed amen let me say this as we are wrapping up because it's a midday service in the old testament there was this other man by the name of um, balaam balaam was a prophet of god was a man of god this man of God, he, he was anointed of God that whoever he will bless, he will, that person will be blessed. Whoever he will curse, that person will be what? Will be cursed. And the Bible said that when the nation of Israel were coming to pass through this other king by the name of Balak, the Bible said that Balak said that, okay, what shall I do? I'm so, you are so scared of Israel. Let me go and call this man to come and curse Israel. Just only, this man was just being hired only to come and speak words only. Because whoever he cursed was cursed. Whoever is blessed was what? He was blessed. The Bible says that as this man was approaching, was about to go, go into where he was being summoned. The Bible says he was surprised this time his donkey could not pass a certain place. He beat this donkey until the donkey speak. When this donkey speaks, says, hey, Balaam, ever since you have heard me, did you did I ever disobey you like this? Then the, the Balaam said, no, you have never disappointed me. You never disobeyed. Every day you were do, taking me to where you wanted me to take to be taken. And the Bible says, the donkey was saying that, don't you see that there was an angel? This angel was just before this donkey. That because the man of God was going to curse Israel. This angel was saying that if this man of God could pass here, I'm going to slaughter him with a, with a sword. He was going to die, the prophet of God. Uh. Because he was going to curse Israel, who was what? Who was blessed. Uh. Uh. Then he could not go. And um, when he arrived where he was going, instead of cursing Israel, he could find himself on, only speaking blessing to Israel. And said, I cannot curse Israel because Israel is what? Is blessed. Uh, then me and you, we are the Israel of the new covenant. Uh, Nobody can curse you in the name of Jesus. Amen. We cannot be cursed. Can you say, I cannot be cursed? I cannot, I cannot be cursed. 
I belong to God. Hallelujah. Say my day is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. My business is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our everything is blessed. Say my today is a success. Everything is turning around for my good. Say devil. Take off your hands. From my life. From my family. From my career. From our country. From our everything. Say I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest, my jobs, my money, my blessing, my testimony, in the name of Jesus. You know, I will tell you this other testimony 